and Jordan. So it's not jerky. No, no, no. Ew. Yeah, there you go. So that's why I didn't say it. Yuck. Yeah. Why did you even bring it up if they would have because known Because it's, that's why. Ugh. I'm trying to keep people on track. Some people They already, don't need to be on track. Some people have already broken their rule. But How do you know? I don't know, man. They're men. Effing yuck. They're kind of gross. Effing yuck. You know, so, so yeah, fellas. So let's make sure we keep our follicles on our face, you know, secure. And make sure and that... And your nut in your sack? Sure. You want to be all extra about it? You brought it up. We could have just gone with... I was vague. <laughs> you said, fellas, you know what time it is. You don't think I'm going to ask? Let them draw their own conclusions. But you didn't need to say it. If It's one of those things. That's like saying, it's time to get your coats. Obviously, it's time to get your coats. Yeah. It's freezing. You don't need to tell people that it's freezing. Well, it should be time to get your coats because if you have your coconut oil and it's solidified, that means that its season has changed and you should dress warmer. Which is, which is, but that's my point. Like, there, if it's one of those things that don't need to be said, why did you even say it? Because I didn't say it. You did. I alluded to it. You didn't. What you did was you tried to keep me out of a conversation by saying, I didn't try to keep hey, you fella, out of Hey, fellas, you know what time it is. Yeah, gang, gang, I, 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 and don't make Beanie be stroking off. Just keep right. it, okay. keep it cheese. But because I, fine, you know? because I'm not a fella, of course I'm going to ask what it is. Yeah, I don't know. But, so... You know. Anyway. Yeah, let's move on. Jesus. So, it is. Yuck. Bougie and the beer, we're back and we're doing our thing. We are. So, right let's, sizzle, I guess. let's get right into it. Um, So, starting off with some sad news. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, So, I've never been here. Um, We didn't We didn't actually go to this place. Mm-hmm. Um, But Mana's, the soul food restaurant, one of them, because there's two locations, yes? Yes. Um, One of the locations... The main location on 135th Street and Lenox Avenue. Uh, uh-huh. That's the one everyone is knows and has the history, and it's been there for 35 years. Yes. Um, the soul food restaurant um, mysteriously burned down. And I only say mysteriously because when I Googled it, only one article had any kind of information on it. Mm-hmm. And it was a pretty... I mean, to be fair, it was the only thing there. But it was a pretty poorly written yeah. article. Mm-hmm. But it just seems strange that, like... Um, like I said, I, I don't know Madness personally. I've never been there. But based on the way that you described it to me, it's like it seems like it's an icon or a neighborhood staple yes. for Harlem. That if something were there for 35 years, you would hear about it. Or at least mm-hmm. there will be a cursory you know, mention of it in, like, whether it be, like, the post or, or something. There was literally nothing, just yeah. the one. So, yeah. So, for some history, I used to go to Manas when I was younger. I went to Manas uh, when I was a kid. I went as a teenager. I went as a younger adult. Have not been there in going close to maybe, what, now, 10 years now? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it is what it is. I don't really live in the area, so it's hard for me to go there. Mm-hmm. But Manas is essentially, like, a Harlem staple. So... 
When people think of soulful restaurants, they think of three places. They think of Sylvia's, they think yep. of Amy Roots, yep. and they think of Manners. Right. So Manners is, I guess, the the lesser known of the previous two, mm. since Amy Roots has the history and and I'm sorry, Sylvia's has the history yeah. and the branding, and you sell and they sell Sylvia's style seasoning in mm. certain places, okay. and it's featured thing. in a lot of uh you know like news articles mm-hmm. and restaurants and stuff like that. Um. Amy Ruth's has the history of like naming their dishes after famous um, historic figures in Black history. Yeah. Um, both. Uh, or black icons. I or black think. icons in general. There's a ludicrous. There's a Barack yeah. Obama plate. Like, right. So like past and present. Right, right, so right. I don't. So you know. So that's that. Um, but both of those are sit down style restaurants. Mm-hmm. Whereas Manners is a buffet style restaurant. Oh. And there are a lot of there. Let me not say a lot of, but there are plenty of buffet-style restaurants in Harlem. So mm-hmm. there's a Jacob's, which is relatively new. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another Manor's location on 125th Street, but that one isn't as known and iconic mm-hmm. as Manor's on Lennox and 135th. It's literally on the corner. It's across the street from Harlem Hospital. Mm-hmm. It's on. It's a block away from the YMCA in Harlem. So it's a very um, well-known, at least if you're from the neighborhood, very well-known establishment. Mm-hmm. And maybe what's that? Six days ago, almost a week ago? Yeah. It caught fire and burned down from the basement. Right. And to this time, I guess we still don't have a um any it's, knowledge no. of motive or not motive, but like cause of fire. Right. And partially, I don't think that we ever will because we there were there wasn't any media coverage about it. Right. So this is one of those things where I'm like, oh, they had a black you know news media. We don't really have a lot of coverage kind of thing. That's not what this is about necessarily. No. It's just that it just seems very. Fishy? Fishy and mysterious. Yeah. That this that this staple restaurant in a historically black neighborhood mm-hmm. went up in flames and the only source that could be found about it was if it wasn't word of mouth on Facebook, which is how I'll find out about it, and right. then I went to Google because I couldn't believe it. Right. So I went to Google it and I'm like, all right, man is fire in Google. Let's mm-hmm. see what pops up. And the only link to any reporting of the fire was from an uh, article that's kind of like a, like a, you know, maybe a second, third hand yeah. written article with no, like, it's not like it has any sourcing. It's no. not like it has anything. It just is basically taking people's Facebook comments and Twitter comments and whatever comments that they have yeah. and just compiling an article out of it and trying to figure out the story. Right. So the, that is what's, troubling me about this is that of course Harlem has been and is continuing to be gentrified. Yes. So part of my conspiracy brother Jones hats mm-hmm. that I wear mm-hmm. leads me to believe that this doesn't feel like an accident. In that, you know, the fact that there is no coverage, the fact that this thing went up and the fact that it was the only location in that area because it's attached to a different stores. Right. The fact that this thing has been there for 35 years and it caught fire, went up, and nobody knew about it. Even a lot of the people that live in the neighborhood didn't know about it until they went by and saw that it's burnt up. Right. And it, it is strange to me, like, to that point because, like, where we are in the Bronx, there's, like, sometimes a lot of fires mm-hmm. because, I guess, wiring is old or things like that. Yeah. But even that will get some kind of coverage or some kind of news coverage. Even if it's just like a cursory mention in um in the paper or on mm-hmm. the news, like you know on the TV. So it's just really weird that it's not anywhere. Right. At, like none of it. There's no like New York you, One coverage. Right. There's no like News Twelve coverage. Right. Nothing. 
Like, even, like, we live in an area, like you said, a lot of fires happen. There's yeah. a fire that happened almost a year ago yeah. that my barbershop got caught in yeah. and went down. Yeah. And it took out the entire block that of block stores. That block done, yeah. And that was something that was on News 12 and on New York 1 and on the news. Well, I know of less, like, um, I don't want to say less devastating because I don't know how bad they were. But I remember my parents a few years ago asking me if, because they don't know where exactly in the Bronx we are, but now they come here. They're just like, oh, there was a fire on blah, 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 blah. Is that by you? And I'm like, mm-hmm. no. So the fact that smaller fires are met, smaller fires that don't impact 40, 35, 40-year-old businesses are mentioned on the news. Why wasn't this? So like mm-hmm. I said, we don't know the specifics of it. But if this area is the last holdout or one of the few holdouts against gentrification, um, the fires are kind of, you know... I mean, that's how they got the Bronx that's burning. That's how I was going to say. The Bronx is burning because they started, to, they intentionally paid people to set fires to builders in the Bronx to evict tenants, to evict um, buildings and condemn them so that they could knock them down and build up whatever they wanted to build on top of it. Exactly. And I don't want to go as far to say that that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if, if, the ish, if this was happening in the past and it was successful in the past, why wouldn't it be a thing again? Right. That's all. Yeah, so my last words about it, I guess, is just like, shout out to Manis. Yeah, mac and cheese is on point. Your peach copper was on point. I hope that, I sincerely hope that it was just a weird accident, wiring issue, gas yeah. issue, something like that. And that they're covered and I said, with that you're and covered like that. and that you can, you can rebuild. rebuild and be better than before. And I sincerely hope that that is the case and not that there's more foul play involved. Agreed. Perfect. Um, moving on to another sad situation mm-hmm. or sad state of affairs. Um, Kanye West. Uh-huh. Um, okay. what was it? Is it two weeks ago now? Three weeks it ago? It's about two weeks ago. So two weeks ago, he dropped, not Jesus is King. Jesus is King. That's the name of the album, right? Yes. He dropped the Jesus is King album. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I... Well, full disclosure, in yeah. case you've been living under a rock, Jesus is King is Kanye West's latest offering. Yes. And this is basically him... Completely giving his life to Christ yes. and Jesus, and yes. this is his offering, and not necessarily a gospel album, but this, in his mind, uh-huh. is a gospel hip hop album that is a full dedication to Jesus. So why? Is, how does that differ from like a gospel album versus like? You so know? a so he didn't categorize this in gospel. Okay. He categorized this in hip hop. Okay. So the album won't chart on gospel charts. It's going to chart on popular hip-hop charts, if that's the case. If that's where he wanted it to chart. I don't know why he would want it to chart there, because it seems like it would be easier to chart on a gospel um, chart. So, ultimately, I think that in his conception of this album, or I guess in the distribution of his album, right. is that he wanted to make an album that was fully dedicated to Jesus... But it be accepted in popular music, uh-huh. as opposed to being like, uh, let's say Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child, right, who completely fringe. went to yeah. gospel. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Uh, cool. Yeah. So we are both Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, Word. And you know, I like listening to gospel Shout out music. Shout to Jesus. Shout out to Jesus. Mm-hmm. I like to listen to Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Oh, sorry. They yeah. can't see us, so they have no idea what's happening Yeah, here. I'm, I'm literally popping and locking while I'm doing my Jesus Christ. Yeah, from that. We give love to you, God. So, I don't even know if they have context for that. No, they but don't. Google it. Google it. Yeah. So they can't, 
They can't Google Jesus Christ. Yeah, they're not going to get Jesus Christ, C-H-R-O-I-S-T. They're going to be like, what? What? Did you mean C-H-R-I-S-T? Yeah, we just gave you results for Jesus. Right. Um, Sorry, that's completely tangential. Back to the topic again. Uh Uh-huh. So I like to listen to gospel music. Yes. I like I like gospel, um, not gospel hip hop, Christian hip hop. Like Christian I like hip-hop. I like all of it. Uh huh. But uh, I, I just okay. I listen to like two or three songs, and what I will say is I listened to two or three songs of it, um, and I wasn't going to, but there was um, a a pastor like a pastor that I follow, who was like um, going really hard to. The Chick-fil-A song. You're mm, my Chick-fil-A. Lord, of yeah. course he has a Chick-fil-A song. Yeah. Closed on Sundays. Uh, something, yeah. something DNA or something like that. Oh, I, no. So anyway, Not like, homophobia. Oh, well, I mean, it's Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I was like, oh, maybe I'll check the album out because I really do like that pastor. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I only got through about two or three songs. And it was it was fine, what I heard. Mm-hmm. I just didn't get to finish it because I think I was on my way to work or whatever. Yeah. So, a few days later, this guy, <laughs> this, this guy, young man, is like, black people are cultureless. We have no culture. We are, we are cultureless. Uh-huh. And at that point... No, no, keep in mind, I'm not going to say that he was canceled because he's been, like, pending in cancellation status Mm -hmm. since hugging Trump and whatever. But it was just like, this is just another ploy and another plot to get, I I guess, to to get a new fan base because he's alienated his original fan base. Yeah. You know, and it's just extremely disconcerting. So I was reading the article and he was like, you know, we don't have any culture. You don't know where we come from. Um, how you know we say that we do things for the culture, but what does that even mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was taken out of context where he was basically trying to say like we are we as Christians are not, um, or we as Black people I don't know mm-hmm. are in this world, but we're not of this world, which is something that Christians do believe. We believe like. But yes, we're here, but we're not exactly like we don't necessarily quote unquote belong this here. This isn't our destination. Exactly. It's just a temporary stop. Exactly, but that is not how it came across. Like it came across as once again you're trying to play black people when black people are your Biggest primary consumer consumer mm-hmm. of this. Right. And and even if you don't want to say that now, like maybe white people are now. We were there before white people. Knew before who you knew who were. you were. Mm-hmm. We were there with like the backpacks with your conscious rap, with all that kind of stuff. We were there before you were rapping. We were there listening to your beats and listening to your production with right. your songs. Right. So it's just really, really strange to me, or maybe not strange, that he's doing this, but super frustrating. And now I just have no desire to finish the album. So at all. I completely don't care about him mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. So well, and I know that means a lot because you used to really, really. Kanye was to, my guy. I know. Kanye was my guy, and Eight Hundred Eight to Heartbreak was like the first crack in my fandom of his. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, ah, maybe not. Maybe not. That was the auto tune. That right? was the auto tune album, basically. After Amber Rose. After no, that was during Amber Rose. Oh, okay. But that was after his mom passed away. Oh. So okay. and that was kind of what that album represented. It was mm-hmm. just like it was a really, really sad album. Mm-hmm. And I'm not into sad boy music. I can't do it. It's just yeah. not who I live with. No. And I you know, we've all been depressed. We've all been in places in dark places. We've all been 
in spaces where, in mental spaces where sometimes a, a 808 and a Heartbreak album may resonate with you. Right. Uh, for a lot of people, that's their favorite album of his. Mm. Because whatever feelings that album conveys may have been something that they felt at the time. Right. Like for me, when, if you listen to Beanie Siegel's, Beanie Siegel's catalog, his, one of his worst albums was Becoming, and to me, that's my favorite. That, wait, that's one of his worst albums? Before the, um... Before his first two, his first two albums charted a lot better. Frankly, I've only albums... heard the Becoming. I haven't okay. heard either of his oh, no. albums. Oh no, his first and two I albums, love that. His first album. two albums are much better than Becoming. In really? my in my opinion, they're better. So good. They're better sonically. The Becoming was good for me because I felt the feelings he felt it was in the album. So good. He, he was super depressed and yeah. super and didn't trust women and didn't oh, he was really true. angry yes, that's true. It was very and angry. that was around the time I was going through a breakup and I was Fair. like yeah F women yeah. I was your bread and butter all yeah, that yeah, yeah, I yeah. felt that album, you know yeah. so so that's one thing so that's sidebar but with Kanye West right every time an album has come out since um I want to say graduation uh-huh. since graduation I think that was the album where he went head to head with 50 Cent with oh. Yeah. And that was the time where they tried to drum up some fake beef right, right, right. to like you who's know gonna who's gonna chart better and all stuff and it really didn't matter yeah. right. So then anyway, so heartbreak came out and his mom passed away. He started doing the whole auto tune thing mm-hmm. and with the crazy shades and stuff yeah. like that. And then the um, dark twisted fantasy, which is I think his best album, uh-huh. but dark twisted fantasy came out and that was after Amber Rose and him broke up. And okay. that was when he started kind of sort of dating Kim Kardashian but not really yet mm-hmm. but that was an album where he was um he came out with that 30 minute movie that was basically like a visual art album okay. of his on HBO so like every time he comes out with an album since um graduation mm-hmm. it's always been some kind of like public spectacle conscious mm-hmm. um way to drum up some kind of controversy mm-hmm. to get people to talk about him mm-hmm. because then when the album drops his name is still relevant to your mind. Right. So when Jesus is King was coming out, or at least when it dropped two weeks ago, mm-hmm. for the last month or and a half before that, yeah. he's been doing these summer Super service, Sunday. these Super Sunday Soul. services. Super Soul Sunday is over. Super That's Soul my bad. Sunday. That's my bad. Super Soul Sunday? Okay. That's my bad. I thought you were trying to say Super Bowl Sunday? No, no, no. Super Soul Sunday, I'm pretty sure it's Oprah's thing. Oprah has a Super Soul Sunday? What's yeah. that about? It's like she'll have, um, hold on, Super Soul... Super yeah, Super Soul, Soul Sunday. Sunday. Okay. American Daytime Self-Help Talk Show hosted by Oprah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. that's what I keep mixing it up. But I oh. think this thing is Soul Sunday? This thing is Sunday, his Soul Sunday service. Soul Sunday service. So basically what he was Super doing... Was he was like he had like a fake church? Yeah, and, and remixing. He would remix secular music yes. into Jesus lyrics, which right. is partially hilarious to me because it only reminds me of the South Park episode where Carmen Carmen made the Christian rock band and yes. he just made love songs and yes. just changed "Baby" to Jesus right. and it worked. Right. So yeah, I get it. Right? right. But he also like is working with extremely talented artists. Oh, not artists, but like. Choruses, choruses or gospel choirs, choirs yeah. Yeah, who could sing, you know, the Cat in the Hat, which mm-hmm. is not a song, but you know what I'm saying. They could yeah. sing anything they and make it sound amazing. The cat in the hat. You're right. And and choir, and it, per- the yeah. worst black choir yeah. is a great choir, yeah. regardless. Right. So it was like, I was torn. I was like, why is this happening? But also, why does it slap? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, this 
actually slaps, yeah. and I am disgusted by it. I think that's so soul anchored. So that one that remix from yeah. Soul Anxious. Soul Anxious. Yeah, that I was, was like, that. you should be ashamed, but also where how can I get you, this song? I kind of want to download the yes. illegal stream. Right. So that yeah. is how I've been feeling about this. Yeah. So that so that's pretty much how Kanye has always been in me. That's how his marketing has always been. It's just put be crazy or it, quote unquote crazy. To the point where they can't stop talking about you in positive or negative. Yeah. Then drop the music. And right. either people who love you are going to listen to it and swear it's the greatest thing you ever did. Right. Or people who hate you are going to hate listen to it mm-hmm. and swear it's the worst thing you ever did. Right. But I'm not going to hate. I mean, I gave him three songs. I'm not one to hate watch or hate listen because I don't. if I don't like you or I don't like your work as an artist, why would I give you streams? Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If anything, I would try to find a way to to illegally do it. That way you don't get any streams. Right. But like hate listening or hate streaming something, you're still benefiting you're that benefit- person. You're still getting the coins. Yeah, so what's the point? And for me, I don't necessarily hate watch or hate listen or hate anything because mm-hmm. I usually try to go into things with a clear mind. You do. And, you know, just judge it based on what I hear. You do. But if I already don't like the thing, I'm not going to give it a chance. No. to disappoint me any further. Right. So for me, when it comes down to like a Kanye West or something like that, I didn't listen to his last album because that was when he dropped the whole, you know, black people, slavery was a choice thing and all that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not with it. And then the thing that led me to not listen to it wasn't even that he said that. It was literally he came out a song and it was talking about poopy scoop, yeah. dog poop to do. And that, and that is what's so confusing to me. Like, how do you go from you're such a fucking hoe Yeah. To Jesus is King. King. Now, this yeah. is not to say, like I said, we're Christians. Mm-hmm. So it's not to say that people can change. People can't change. People can't change. Obviously, Jesus can can come in and ch- transform your life and transform the way you think about things and you act about things. And one thing I will say is, I think it's an extra challenge for celebrities to become Christians, especially if they've been in the public eye doing wild craziness. Because you're like, is, is this a stunt? Is there a mm-hmm. reason for this? So yeah. like, like with Bieber. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Nobody yeah, really yeah. believes it's a it. Hard term. Right. So mm-hmm. I understand that people are gonna naturally be skeptical about it. And it probably is a source a sore spot amongst other Christians because we just wanna accept it and believe it. But I don't know, I feel like he's hurt us too many times in the past for me to like to believe it and to, to buy into it and to give him coins for that. I just don't believe it straight up. I don't. I'm and I sorry. and maybe that's wrong and maybe he'll prove yeah. us wrong and then I will be apologized. I'm happy to apologize. Even but if I'm he wrong, does prove us wrong, he's still trash. He is still trash. I don't His care. views are still very trash. Yeah, I don't care. You have terrible Christians out there. Yeah, that, that's a good point. You know point. what I'm saying? So I'm not going to sit here and not like, oh, well, he's Christian now, so I'm going to be on his side. No. Yeah, you could still be Christian, and have but you could be Westboro Baptist Christian. Right. And that's not a Christian that I want to rock with. To it's be just fair. what it is. To be you know fair, what I'm saying? We do get a really, like, we we collectively as Christians, not you and me, we collectively be wilding out here. Yeah. Like, super like, hateful. The whole Chick fil A is literally yes, it hating. Is. They hate gay people yes. and try to sell you some very, very seasoned chicken. Some very seasoned chicken. But well, I mean, seasoned chicken, it's not like, so, mm-hmm. how do people compare when they were comparing pop? Oh, yeah, happy Popeye's, Popeye's Day. Uh, chicken Sandwich Day. Go get it we today. We should have led with that. I'm yeah, sorry. we didn't get to that yet. Right. We'll get to it later. Though. But, like, it's people were comparing when the sandwich was out before, like, the Chick-fil-A is kind of like, you know, uh... Uh, Carol, like Carol grew up around black people mm-hmm. and they taught her how to season versus Popeye's is like your grandma back there yeah. 
throwing some shit together and making it have yeah. chefing it up yeah. kind of thing. So they both have their merits, mm-hmm. but you also know where you're going to have Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, you know where you're going to have Thanksgiving dinner, and also you're just going to have to, you know, the one thing that Popeye's got right is that they cook out the homophobia in yes, the chicken. Yes, that's true. So, you know, that's the one key thing that, that, that Chick-fil-A misses is that they don't really necessarily... They don't cook it long enough. They don't cook know? it long enough. Like the homophobia stays inside. I think if they cooked inside, it on Sundays too, it you know, probably would cook it out. Might. But it that be. that sixth closed on the se- oh, their their seventh day. We're yeah. not gonna get into that. No. Closed on on Sunday is where things get a little dicey. That's where homophobia settles the most. That's where it settles. It at the settles bottom. at the sediment, and then they don't. They realize, oh snap. It's Monday. We're right. open now. Let's go ahead and throw exactly. it in the oven and fire it up. Right, as opposed to cooking it out completely or even yeah. sopping it up with a paper towel. Yeah, you know, you got to dry pat it. You have to dry pat it. Otherwise, it's going to completely contaminate everything. Yeah. And here we are. It's not going to work. So, to that end. So, with, um, so ultimately, so I listened to the album. What did you think of it? I thought it was trash. Really? And here's why. It's if you listen to it as a gospel album, it's a horrible gospel album. Oh damn! If you listen to it, if you listen to it as a hip hop album, uh-huh. it's an okay hip hop album. Okay. If you listen to it as a Kanye West album, it's a terrible Kanye West album. Got it. So it doesn't hit on any of the parameters that you can set for that album to be. So if he wanted to be a gospel album, it is literally the worst gospel album I've ever heard. Mm. If it is the worst gospel album, it's the worst Christian hip hop album. It's the worst. Anything God related, it is terrible. It fails. It fails. It fails. Like you got Pusha T on the on album, this album, rapping about or you know attempting to rap about God while he also sold snow in his backyard. Why didn't you get? Why didn't you get his brother, who actually did leave the game because he wanted to become closer to God? Why didn't you get? Oh. Why did you get Malice on the track? Was Mace on the album? No, Mace wasn't on the album. No, Mace was not. Well, on were there album. any other reputable Christian hip hop? Like he had Kirk Franklin on. Okay. He had but like um, was Lecrae on it. No, no Lecrae. Okay. No Lecrae. No Tamlaman. Mm. No um. No. Was Kirk TCMB. Franklin on it? Like Kirk Franklin was just like interlude? on like probably just like you know a couple of stanzas, but he wasn't like rapping or you know Kirk Franklin was rapping. He doesn't right? really he's just rap. hype, man. He's but he's also he arranges all. He arranges music, music. Um, but Kanye does that. So he doesn't need Kirk Franklin to right. perform. So it just sounded like he was using Kirk Franklin as like a... Look at me. Look, look at my Christian friend. I have friend. a Christian friend. Exactly. Yeah, that's all So to me what this sounds like, and I think my fellow finance nerds will appreciate this, mm-hmm. this album sounds like the whole life insurance of albums. It does not do Christianity well. It does not do hip-hop well, and it is not representative of Kanye. It doesn't represent him well either. Just like whole life insurance is not good for an investment, and it's not good for insurance. It just doesn't do anything right. Mm-hmm. It, it, it pretends to be awesome. It wants it to be. It markets itself really, it really, really it, well. He wanted this to be the one. It markets itself so well, but in reality, when you dig through it, yeah, it's trash. It's trash. You're welcome for that, guys. Yeah, and they're going to love you for that. I, I didn't know. understand a word you just said. I know. But that's cool. But financially. Somebody did something. Someone somewhere, did, and someone and is just slapping their, their knees. Yeah. And they're loving you. That's Ty. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> oh, goodness. That's here. She's always on top of things. I'm just saying, that's what you're going to get. <sighs> well, okay. So, Let's see what else we got. We're going to talk about... Speaking of finance. Oh, yeah, look at that segue. <laughs> see, look at you. 
You're I, always on top I of stuff. I does this. I this is what I does. I see. I rhyme and I rip. I rip and I rhyme. Oh, okay. Listen um, to it at Thailand. Thailand, 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 Thailand. Okay. Um. So really quick, we actually have hit our baby emergency fund goal. Word. Um. Anybody who has tried to hang out with us for the past year knows that we have been like super tight. Yep. Um, saying we ain't got it, I ain't got we it, can't homie. do it. Nope. Can we do something free? Can I we can't do something else? Right. Um. So we uh completed that. As of Tuesday, your money will be in the account. Yes. Um, and we'll be at ten thousand. We got money in the bank. No, you can't borrow anything because we need every single dollar. Yeah, no. Um, but it was really dope because, and I was saying to the, you, saying this to you in the car yesterday. This is one of the first things that we as a couple have been like, okay, here's the goal, here's the plan, mm-hmm. let's stick to it and be executed. And what was also really good about it is that while it didn't go perfectly, like we no. had a few setbacks and a few hiccups, but it was really cool because we constantly just stayed on it, stayed committed to it, yeah. and it feels really good to see that it's done because mm-hmm. we've never had this much money saved before and no. it's just really really exciting so it's dope it's dope to yeah. see a comment in an account it is it's <laughs> it dope to see nice. five figures it feels yeah nice. yeah so obviously we just want to keep building from there but mm-hmm. um that's just a random bougie in the beard update yeah um so that money that money is is good to have yeah and obviously you want to keep filling it up with more exactly it just feels nice to know that we committed to something yeah and that we didn't um Deviate, deviate or, or just like was, give up it was hard it is hard it's still hard it is still hard it was hard especially like in the beginning when um we were both working a lot yeah. you remember in the beginning of the year when you were working mad overtime that and overtime I was, was killing me yeah yeah and i was working like really long late hours and that kind of thing so we didn't really see each other much and yeah. we weren't doing it just because of the emergency fund like that was baked into our budget but i just remember like feeling like hoping that all of the work would be for a purpose yeah and it is it is it's It's absolutely it's there so now like it's our future yeah that's our purpose yeah our purpose together is to build yes of this so if this is i guess if anybody feels like you can't do it or you can't save up um automate it yeah um that actually was the difference yeah for me i know for both of us yeah what i tell people is i'm like um when what I used to do is just spend money and say, Oh yeah, I'll just save whatever's left over. Right. And there was never a surprise. There's never anything left over. There's never anything left over. So weird. Mm -hmm. Um so what I say is open up a separate account, put the money in there automatically. Yeah, set it up automatically payday. And just leave it and let it roll over. I get paid every other Friday. Mm And I never see my full check in my account. Nope. Because as soon as it drops in, it, it goes right out. Same. So whatever I wake up on Friday morning mm-hmm. and I check my account, it's whatever is left. Exactly. It's already gone. So I don't even miss it. It just It's just like your net gross. Right. Like you're not going to get your, your, your gross, gross in your check. Yeah. You're going to get your net in your check. That's yeah. the money that you're going to have. Right. And that's your money that you're going to use. Right. So whatever money that already comes out mm-hmm. from my account yep. to our emergency fund and whatever else it mm-hmm. goes to. Yep. Whatever I have in my account, that's my money. Exactly. And that's the that's the money I plan with. Exactly. And I don't and I don't miss I don't miss it because it was never truly there in the beginning. Yeah. You know? So it, it's different from before when I was trying to do it automatically mm-hmm. and or not automatically, manually, manually mm-hmm. and just say, Okay, well how much is this again? 
Or, and then sometimes I might cheat on a number a little bit. Like, yeah. man, let me not pay the... T- I won't give 20 today. Yeah. But then the next time, I'll give 40. 40 that way I balance out. out. And then you don't ever do that. You don't. Because you either don't remember or you just choose to forget. Or something comes up. Or something else comes up. So yeah. it's just like... It's just better to just know that this is the default numbers that yeah. is going to be sent every month or yeah. every two weeks or yeah. whatever, um, however often you get paid. Right. Have it set up so that it takes out the day of the payment that right. you would receive. Yeah. That way you don't even make a mistake of overspending. Exactly. And overdrafting or anything like that. Now, what I will say is like the first couple of checks, you are going to feel it yeah. because you're going to be used to having a certain amount of money on payday. Mm-hmm. But after I say by the second, maybe the third check, I would say, yeah. you're good. You're I'm just stri- used to it. Super straight. Yeah. Yeah. Burp. So thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, and now we're just going to... Uh, round things out a bit. Mm-hmm. So, um, there is a resurgence of Black Hollywood. Yes. And I'm here for it. Indeed. Um, there is a movie, what's the trailer we saw for um, Issa Rae? I'm getting on it right now. And Lakeith Stanfield. It looks like a romance. Um, and it reminds me of... The photograph. The photograph. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it's going to be R, The Notebook. Um, yeah, right? It looks like a black, the notebook. Um, but it's really dope because we, I can't think of very many romances, like romance movies that star black people and center black people and show us in our unabashed beauty and splendor. You um, mean like recently? Recently. Okay. I can just think of like from the 90s and even if I'm thinking about the 2000s, I'm thinking 90s, more about the, yeah. more of like rom-coms. I'm, yeah, true. I'm thinking of like straight, like the straight romance, I think of Love Jones. Right. Like, right? Love Jones, Brown Sugar. Right, things like that. But in terms of, like, the 2000s, I can't think of many. Well, no, Brown Sugar's 2000s. Oh, okay, well... Brown Sh- but yeah. But that, that's two yeah, over right. 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. And there may be more. Meanwhile, Matthew McConaughey made a whole living off of this. Right. So, and on the rom-com side, you have, like, Two Can Play That Game. Yeah. Um, Deliver Us From Eva. Uh-huh. Um, the Wood. The Wood. Uh, what's Brothers. the other one? Uh, uh, what's the other one? The Best Man. Best Man. Like, best all man of that. Two Electric Boogaloo. Right. So yeah. it's great to have the balance and of all that, but it's just something that's really, I don't know, it's really beautiful seeing a romance about us. Right. So really happy about that. Um, and then the movie uh, Queen, Queen and Slim. Slim. Yep. Um, that's yep. not a romance. That is more about no, the black. That is, that is not a romance. I mean, not at all. It seems like there's romantic elements to it. Well, it's a love story. It's like story. a Bonnie and Clyde. It is a Bonnie and Clyde. It's Bonnie and Clyde, but black people win. Right. They kill the cops. Right. Right. Well, this um, is the trailer. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah. definitely not romance. Mm-hmm. But it's just dope to see all of these different black actors and actresses um, basically rebuilding what we had in the black 90s. Hollywood, yeah. 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 It's been a long time right. since we had, like, a steady black Hollywood kind of, like, um, consistent and they're young stream too. of movies. And they're young people. Yeah, like, they're it's not... It's not like, you know, like, when we got... When we got um, Deliverers from Eva, you yeah. know, they're mostly in their late 30s or 40s. When we got two can play that game, Vivica Fox is already 40-some-odd years she? old. Yeah. Then? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure she was... If not, she's in her late 30s. Okay. But, you know, like... But that's it. Like, um, who do you call it? Uh, What's the movie I'm thinking of with Angela Bassett and Whoopi Goldberg and Tate Diggs? Oh, exhale. Wait in the Exhale. That's Wait in the Exhale? 
Just no, that is That's not, not what Angela said. Like I grew back. I still like I grew back. And that movie, Angela Bassett is a forty-something-year-old woman. Yeah. You know, and movie. that is the premise of the movie. She's yeah. like a, essentially Older a cougar. Woman. Yeah. So, like in these movies, like not saying that age is so much a big factor, but it's just the fact that we are younger now than we were in you know fifteen, twenty years ago when we were making these movies and and starring in these movies ourselves. That didn't have Tyler Perry's name attached to it. Right. Well, I don't know. What I think is we are now the age of the actors that we're seeing. Yes. Yes, we are. So the people that were our age 15, 20 years ago, you know, they have their staple or their stable of movies, rather. Mm -hmm. Now we're actually getting a stable of movies, which is really, and and just like core actors. Yeah. Like you're seeing Yvonne Orgy in Random Things. Uh Issa's in everything. Lakeith Stanfield. Right. Um, uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya. Um, you have uh, Lil Rel Howery yeah. and a lot of these things as like the you know comic, comic relief. relief. Yeah, a lot of things. So it's cool that you know like back in like we said early two thousands we had the Tate Diggs and the yep. More Chestnuts yep. and the um, the uh, Vivica Fox. Foxes. We Anthony had Anderson. Anthony Anderson as the comic relief. Yes. Um, we had Demi uh, Lee's wife, Gabrielle Union. Yes. Um, because she was in a couple. Yeah, of so we had a lot of people then that were consistent, right? And now it's kind of like you know now we're in a space where not only are we getting these newer crop of actors mm-hmm. that are doing these things, mm-hmm. but the type of stories that are being told are more. They're more general, but then still more specific. So yeah. general in the sense of like it's not like a quote unquote black, black movie. movie. It's a movie with black people in it, right? But within the movie. They're black people, right. and their experiences are unique to blackness. And that is kind of what I think was missing. Mm-hmm. Because, I, what was I watching? I was watching, oh, damn it. It's it's like um, a behind-the-scenes thing on Netflix, and I can't think of what exactly it's called. But the women from, um, oh, Spike Lee's thing. The woman from... She's Gotta Have It? Yeah, the woman from She's Gotta Have It, we're just talking about dealing with people have not knowing how to do black hair and makeup. Okay. Um, and, like, that was a whole thing. Like, they have to come with their hair prepped or they have mm-hmm. to come with their own makeup their own shades because apparently they, no, they don't, people don't know how to do makeup, uh-huh. whatever. Uh-huh. But one thing they did say towards the end of that, um, I would have to find the, the clip. They were like, we we are have an opportunity to tell more of our stories. Mm-hmm. And it's not that our stories are necessarily, quote-unquote, so different, but there's just something innate that we bring to it as black people as people of color that was missing before so it can seem like a story that's been told over and over again but we're adding something new to it just by the nature of us Mm -hmm. being us right and even if it's not necessarily black people like there's still stories of with people of color that matter like we had crazy rich asians last year do great business right um and we would love to have more stories with Asian leads with Latin Latinx leads with right. you know people of color and it's their story and queer, it's them queer people yeah um people who are differently able like everything right. they're so like the the whole what's this thing called behind the scenes I'm gonna find it you guys oh mm-hmm. I found it I just don't know what it's called um okay, make sure it's muted hmm? make sure it's muted oh because you know she's got strong strong black strong body oh yeah 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 that's um with um the the, the Tracy Ellis Ross's Thing. She kind of hits that. Well, she wasn't on it. I know she wasn't on it, but that's like her thing. Strong back lead is like a her. She, oh. that's her one of her um 
uh, things that she kind of spearheads. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's about, it's Netflix-based, but yeah. it's about telling black and, yes. you know, black so, people's So all of, the, all of the black women, all of the women from it were on there. Okay. So it was really, really neat. So anyway, um, oh, sorry, I cut you off. No, but I'm just saying that, you know, like I said, it's just, it's cool to see a black Hollywood resurgence, but I would love to see just like a people of color of Hollywood resurgence in general or just, just a renaissance or whatever the case is. You know, like, it's just that we typically get put in these typecast roles or a lot less now than less, we used to be. Way less now. A lot less now than we used to be. But when, you know, we were coming up, it was just like, the, you know, not another team movie was an example of like, you had the token black guy. We yeah. only had three lines. Yeah. And it was, our lines were just to add comic spice to right. whatever the proceedings on for the leads. Right. Or if it was a black thing, it was an obviously black thing where it was just like heavy handed. Yeah. And it didn't feel authentic or yeah. it didn't feel, you know, like, like an experience that the and, average yeah. black person would experience. So... I think that in the sense of seeing these stories being told um, from a romantic perspective, from a horror perspective, from an action perspective, from all of these different genres that we're getting, getting, and now we're having black directors and black writers and black makeup artists and black costume designers Mm -hmm. and black casting and black um, casting directors. And just in general, it's good to see us in places that we weren't before. Moonlight's another one that was a black romance. A black romance, a story yeah, that you would straight have never up black seen romance before. movie that we would have never You would have never, known. 10, 15 years ago, you never would have seen that. That movie, yeah. And it was gorgeous. It was beautiful. So it's, I, I agree with you. I love that we're getting to see black stories being told, people of color stories being told. Mm-hmm. Like basically people that aren't the majority. Right. Their stories being told. Like even Pose. You know what I mean? Like, I know that it's very, um, probably cleaned up and, um, not glorified, but, you know, just glamour, glamorized, I guess yeah. we'll say. Mm-hmm. But it's still a very meaningful story that's being told about yes. people, like, people. About people who are super disenfranchised. Who completely disenfranchised, were completely shit on for that entire time. Like, and to this day. To this day. But it was crazy to me, um, remember we were watching that commercial, and it was the woman who was just dancing around. It was for a drug commercial. And okay. there was, and it was for HIV. Yes. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Right. And that's for 2019. And think mm-hmm. about like 30 years ago, 20, yeah. maybe 20 years ago. No, just like 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. No one had any inclination that this kind of drug would be put in place. Nobody was researching it. It was, you know, it was just a disease. Uh, HIV is a death sentence. Right. It was a death sentence off top. Mm-hmm. It was. Um, a gay people's disease yeah. or a poor people's disease, like right. it didn't, it didn't start making a difference until other people started con- contracting. Not until Magic Johnson got it, right? So I'm grateful that Pose is telling a story that wouldn't normally be told, and I'm grateful for all the other stories that we're getting to see and witness. Mm-hmm. And honestly, what is also really great is that because we have so many stories that are being told, they don't all have to be good. Because right. if you think about how many shitty um, white movies there are. Oh, man. Like, they're just movies Tons. for the sake of being made. They exist. Like, right. Michael Bay's whole catalog, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it, it's it's just, it's exhausting. Or, it, I mean, I think it's less exhausting now, but it was exhausting. Like, every time a black movie was made, 
it was rooted in black pain or mm -hmm. it had to have this really deep and heartfelt message. Otherwise, what's this the point of it? This is what we all with about Harry Tubman. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I can't do it. No, I'm, I'm over that trauma yeah. porn. I'm over it. Right. But, like, it's just amazing that we can have silly stories. Like, I didn't particularly like uh, Us. Mm-hmm. I didn't particularly like it, but I love, like, I didn't like the story of it, but I love that he had the opportunity to tell a story. Because yeah. how many bad, not that it was a bad movie, I just didn't particularly like it, right. but how many, like, patently bad horror movies do white people get to make all the time? Every year before? there's a Purge. Every right. year there's a clown movie. Right. Every year there's one of them stupid doll movies. Right. And there's a haunting movie. Exactly. And there's a, all those stupid-ass movies. Right. Where, okay, we get it. You're going to get scared. Exactly. Cool. Exactly. Nice. What's the fucking point? Right. You're going to keep doing this every year. Every year. So I, I love that there's, it seems like, it feels like there's less pressure on us to tell this deep, riveting, heart-wrenching mm -hmm. story. You can just tell a story. Tell a story. So that's really, really and nice. And let it be what it is. Yes. That's really, really cool. Yeah. So that's dope. So in the vein of that, what we wanted to do. And talking about, oh yeah, talk. do you want to talk about the episode or do you want to tell them about? I want to tell them about what we want to do in this vein and okay. then we'll talk about the episode. All right, no problem. So in, in us talking about Black Hollywood, it gave me an idea about watching or I guess rewatching mm -hmm. um, Black Hollywood movies mm -hmm. that we grew up with or just, you know, in general. So, you know, like, like we listed a bunch of movies that we saw before, that we've heard of before, yeah. and things like that. And a lot of times, we go back and watch them, or they BT puts them on, yes. like, the baby boys of the world and everything like that. And a lot of them still hold up to this day. So, I felt that it would be cool that maybe, you know, once a week, or once every other week, or something like that, mm -hmm. we watch one of those movies. Right. And, and report back. And tell you how we felt about them. Yeah. You know, like, does it hold up? How is it good? Yeah. How did we did we watch it when we were younger? Yeah. Um, would we you know, we watch it again, would we recommend somebody we watch it to this day? Yep. Stuff like that. Yeah, so I don't know which movie we're gonna start with yet. I thought maybe we could do this like drop that as part of our episodes like once a month. So you guys mm -hmm. would have that. So it's not just gonna be like the pop culture and our life updates, but right. that. So but, you guys can hit us up in the comments yes. actually. Yeah. What movie would you like? Jordan and Ty, mm -hmm. or we did it the wrong way. Ty and Jordan to review. So you know, yeah, like you know, if you know me on Facebook or anything, you know that I'm super wild critical of stuff. Yes, I don't know if you want me to be as critical about your favorite or not. Right, it's up to you to make that decision. Yeah, do your do your faves hold up to Jordan's like stringent standards? I mean, my faves don't hold up to my stringent standards anymore. Certain things do not hold up. They just don't hold up. It's just even watching Martin. You know, was part of speaking of Black Hollywood, just Black shows. We were watching Martin. Like it's still funny, but there was things that were mad. Yeah, it's just like, oh, nah, son, we can't do that. We can't do that now. Yeah, so let's just see. So like I said, if you have recommendations, let us know. But we're going to be coming up with a few ideas in the coming weeks. And shout out to Martin and Eddie Murphy and Will Smith and all of them meeting each other on a lot of Tyler Perry Studios, which he has a whole studio. I am no fan of Tyler Perry or his movies. But I will always acknowledge and recognize his success. Because he, he took over an um, army base. Yeah. So, and just converted it into and, a right. whole Hollywood lot. Right. Where so, he could film all of his stuff. So that they... overlooks trash, though. I'm sorry. Oh, God. Some of y'all like it. Uh, and some of y'all trying to get me on it. Uh, that first two minutes ain't going to do it. Not doing it. I'm sorry. No. Um, go ahead, baby. Uh, ugh. Sorry. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. So are they 
are they filming the movies on there? I or think maybe not movies, there? but certain, I think maybe it was like a couple of scenes or something like that. Interesting. I don't know if they're necessarily filming the movies there. Okay. But it's just the fact that he has so much space. Yeah. Like he has houses built to code kind of stuff. Wow. Where like people can live in them if yeah. they really needed to, but they're just movie sets. That's a really good idea. You know? So yeah. it's dope. All right. So just to talk about things that are dope, or people who sell dope. Mm, so, yes, we're going to get into power. So, so I think we used to review power. We did, didn't we, we did, we did. So, I kind of want to just say, yeah. off top, oh, this is a super wild spoiler, spoiler alert. We are literally discussing, well, the, we just finished watching the, the mid-season. mid-season finale. I'm sorry, how many of you thought that this was this it? This was it. I thought this was a wrap. Right, because... Every season's been 10 episodes. Every season has been 10 episodes. I don't know why the last season would get split into... Into two. Into two. Not even Game of Thrones did that. Game of Thrones made their last season shorter. Right, but even then, most seasons, like, with the get-down, they didn't get, like, seven and seven. No. You know what I mean? Or whatever half it is one and half two. Right. Yeah. Right, so it should have been five and five. I don't know, bro. But either way, um, so this is a spoiler alert for you. We're going to review the last episode. And I guess more or less just the season in general because we have thoughts. So this is your warning now. This is the last thing we're talking about on the show. If you got a bob now, you can pause and watch the episode and then come back and resume when we talk about it right here because we are going to start talking about power Power right right now. now. Okay, so... Mm-hmm. Get into it. Go ahead. I'm just... I guess if I just stick to this specific Nothing's stopping episode, you now, baby. Nothing can stop nothing you. Nothing can stop me. Nobody. No, nobody nobody can stop me, actually. Stop me nothing now. and nobody. Mm-hmm. This episode ended exactly the way I knew it would end. Yeah. As soon as we saw on the Stars app that it said mid-season finale, because we assumed that right. this was the, the series The series finale. finale. But, so, like... Not even that, like, yes, I, I didn't, I knew, I did say it. I was like, everyone's going to want to kill Ghost. Yeah. Is what I said. With the it was going to yeah. be like The Sopranos. Right. That's literally how it ended. It right. ended like how The Sopranos ended their whole life. So, freaking Ghost, last episode, Ghost, Previously was, on Power. Ghost was choking out, uh, what's her name, Tasha. He, was, he had Tasha hemmed up. Who else did he have? He hemmed up. He Tariq. murked out. He hemmed up Tariq. He murked out Jason, the distro. He did. He is just making enemies left and right. And he's not even wearing his murder hoodie yet. He's not. He was wearing suits. He's wearing. He's plain clothes. Not plain clothes. Uh, business. He's he's James St. Patrick. Killing people. On a killing spree. He's not yeah. ghost on the killing spree. No, and it's very strange because he's trying to distance himself from his ghost persona. Uh-huh. But that just means that this is who you are, yeah. bro. And then this episode where all of the dead come back to be yeah, like... Yeah, Dos Muertos. It was, it, it was on Halloween. This should have been the day after Halloween yeah. episode because mm-hmm. he is definitely out here just talking to dead people. Seeing spirits. He sees dead people that no mm-hmm. one else does. Six sense ass nigga. I... It's just... The dialogue... Doesn't the make logic... Doesn't make sense. It just is not... It's... Fucking... What's this guy's name? The white cop? Sax. Sax! Talk about... Go plant that. Yeah. To Dre. What did he give him? He gave him, he gave him Terry Silver's phone he that he him... found after he oh illegally raided a, oh a car after he was illegally was he... tipped off after that the he was car fired. existed after he was fired from this, this job. This nigga is 
yeah. an FBI agent anymore. What are you doing, bro? Yeah. All right. Fucking so, Charlotte's husband from Sex in the City is their boss now. That's who it oh, is. Oh, that's who that that's is. Who that's is. right. That is him. <laughs> oh, I knew he looked familiar. Oh, I knew he was looking at my phone. Right. Like, oh, look at him. He's still getting work. That is him. Yes. Shout out to you. Yes. So okay. he's apparently still a lawyer, but now. But now he's, he's on top of everybody. He's a lawyer's lawyer. He's a lawyer's lawyer. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. uh, 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 it's just extremely It's a lot. So lot. So uh, all right. I absolutely hate this season of I the show. I can't do this. I thought that I mean, the show is always like on the fringe of just being so bad yeah, as it's, good. Yes. Like it's not a very good show. Let's, no. Let me keep it a G. I never thought it was supposed to be. It was never really a good it's, show. It's basically a hood novel dramatized. Dramatized. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. That's all it is. And that's fine because right. that's the novelty of the show. It's right. just these drug people being drug people and trying to find ways out to, to either remain drug caught. people or yeah. not get caught. Yeah. And that's a cool, you know. It's like the maf- it's like a mafia movie, you yes. know, like the mafia movie. Exactly, go. and I love mafia movies. Right, so that's what it is. But the issue, issue. now mm-hmm. is that now that we're ending, we have so many different things we have to do before it ends that we don't have enough time to pace it. So we have and to either accelerate characters. all of these things, yeah. and we have to get rid of thin out a lot of these characters that shouldn't have been introduced. That in shouldn't the first have even place. been here in the first place. Or we're introducing plot lines super late into the narrative of the story that it doesn't make sense for how fast they're accelerating the point. Perfect example. For people who watched Power from season one, did you know that Tariq and Reyna were twins? No, I sure didn't. <laughs> right. That information was dropped yeah. after she she was killed. She was murked out. Tariq is the worst person I've ever met. Yeah, he's. And I've never met him. He's absolutely. He's absolutely terrible. He's absolutely. Tasha's an idiot. Talked about. I don't want you to be in the streets, so I'm gonna teach you how to sell. My guy. I don't want you in the streets, but I'm gonna teach you how to sell dope. Right. So what else is he gonna do? Fucking, fucking ghost talking about. Uh, yeah, I, I want you to turn yourself in. Yeah, turn, it's only, turn he wanted my guy. to turn himself he in. He wants to turn himself just in. Just so that he didn't have to do it. Right. And he's like, so, you know, we can, I, I want to make sure I could go to Albany right. and I could, I could work stuff out for you. Ghost, what are you even saying yeah, he's about not my even, guy? He's not what are you even saying be. about he's pushed Lorenz Tate back into O'Dog. Lorenz Tate, but he, <laughs> he had Lorenz Tate had moments <laughs> Of old dogness throughout his run, but now he's old dog complete. He's straight up morphed all the way. He's completely transformed. Son, when, when Son got when they went to him and they told him that yo the case is over. Yeah. And my man was in a murder hoodie. Yes. And he's been in a suit the, the entire, entire series. Yes. And all of a sudden, when it's when your thing that you wanted is gone, yeah. he's just in a murder hood. He's done. Oh, bet he's gone. He's done. He's, he's, he's done. old dog. That's old dog now. The and fact, he will never come back. The fact that every character, one has access to a gun. From the main characters the all main, the way I mean, to like the super best characters. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there was a guy, there was a deli guy who made him a sandwich once yeah, who had a gun. Like, was bro, like, you didn't hit me? <laughs> I'm about to cap the racket. I'm about to get the ratchet on you. Everyone is heading to truth. Yeah. Converging on truth. With one goal in mind. And, and that's, that's to, to, kill to, to kill Ghost. ghost. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And then part of it was just like, oh. Ghost sort of kind of figured he, I think he knew that it was happening. How would you know, Ghost? Because he, like, 
he closed the bar himself. But, but my thing is, after you have a huge, when has anyone ever had a huge party at a venue mm-hmm. and then not even like if they, especially if you owned it. You own you the venue. You're not going to be the one turning turn off right. the lights. And you were joking, like, well, where's his manager? And then they showed Andre. Andre like, is his manager. And I'm like, oh, yeah. That's right. The other guy that wants to kill him is also his one, manager one of his of bar. The, one of the many guys who wants him dead. Yeah. And, like, Ghost was talking so much crap this episode. I'm just Man, like, he has he to get killed. He was everyone. He was like... I don't need you anymore. I'm ready to move on. Yeah. So I release you from my marriage. Release you from my marriage. Like, like, I was like, is she not a vampire? I was like, but like a vampire. Yeah, like, like fucking two blood. Exactly. Ugh. It's okay. It's okay. I cannot. Tasha. Tasha. Uh, I release you. I release you. You can no longer be my my uh, subordinate. Oh my god. You're not free to rule the streets. Oh god. After after you after two of her mans. Yeah, are killed. Are murked out. He's like, all right, you yeah, can go. Yeah, you know what? I got it. Because you know why you're good? Because I got this chick in the back. Right, he's like, I'm ready to move on, so you can. We Take just randomly move. kiss each other. Right. Even after I saw my ex who I cheated on you with. Right. In a dream because she's actually fucking dead. Yeah. 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 And, and I made out with her in the dead. What? Who are you kissing? She's not there. She's not there. You kissing the air, my guy? Are you kissing, kissing the air? kissing air. He, like, I don't, like, that's where I think. It's hard to breathe with no air. It's much harder to kiss air, kiss though. Kiss air. Yeah, it's much harder. Out, like, like, that was a full makeout. Oh. And then, like, they did a nose kiss and shit. What? I was like, what? Why did Eskimo kiss? She kissed him on the forehead. Like, she gave him an Eskimo kiss. Oh and this nigga God. was like, yeah, that's right. That's uh, the thing I like. And I'm like, uh, bruh, you're imagining this. This doesn't make sense for this to actually be a thing. Why would you imagine a forehead kiss? Right. If you're going to go, go all the way there. Right. Right? I, at one point, I thought, I thought they was, were going to have sex. But glad they did. I thought he was going to fuck a ghost. Ghost? Because it's like, ghost Maybe fucking a ghost. Maybe ghosts can see ghosts? Is that what we're supposed Maybe to that's why his name's Ghost. Maybe. Because then Kanan... That would be another character trait that was yeah, not that introduced just until introduced. now. Because then Kanan shows up at the end of the episode and pushed him against the wall. He did. With his ghost Damn. force. <laughs> he got pushed against the wall. He got hemmed up. Ghost got hemmed up by an, by, an actual ghost. By a whole ghost. Because at first I was like, are we going to pretend that Kanan's not dead? Because right. we saw him dead. Right. But no, no. He was also a ghost. Then also, so no worries, you Ghost guys. saw his dead daughter who got killed as a child. And of course, she's mysteriously two years older. Right. Somehow, she didn't stop aging. She com- she kept aging. Because she's clearly older and bigger. Older, bigger, taller, taller faster, stronger. Yeah. As a ghost. She's dead. As a ghost. But she's dead. Fine. Okay. Fine. So I don't know where their their last child is. Yeah, we haven't seen that little girl. I don't ever. know why they introduced that baby. We don't know because that baby's doing. probably seventeen now. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Fine. I thought Tariq was in college. Tariq turns well, out he's in high school. He's in, he's in private school. I didn't know that he was in high school. I thought he was a college. I thought he went away for college. No, he went to boarding school. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then this nigga was like, "Well, we could get him in the military school if he confessed to murder." My son My will son. confess to murder so that I can go into fucking lieutenant governorship. My thing is, why does he need to confess to anything? I don't even understand how that got introduced. Like, what was the point of it? We never got an explanation as to why that was even a thing we needed to have happen. We don't need it to happen. Like, it was never a point where Tariq was ever going to be uh, that, accused that of case, murder. That case, Bingo. 
closed. That was closed. There have been they're so not... many murders. They've been on your case for so many other things. They're not even thinking about that. And then I think that's the funny part is that they've been on so many other cases. But all of them are like, it's either time or ghost. That's all that the ADAs have ever exactly. said. It's time or ghost that did it. And you can't we just got to figure out who. And we can't figure it out. But it's not like they said, well, it was Tasha that did it. Right. None of them said Tyreek did it. Right. But for some reason, goes in his head is like, yeah, they're going to think Tyreek did it if he confessed. They're going to accept it. Why? How? Why? How? Why? How? Just don't know. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that, um, one, that he would think that Tyreek would go with it. Two. Why would he be with the shits? Like, Tariq hasn't been you, with the shits when you were treating him like a baby You kid. put a gun to his head. And then maybe, what, however many more weeks in this timeline of the show, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, yeah, the time you're still my son, and you're going you're gonna to confess to the murder I'm of... I'm certainly not. Angela. Or who was he? Whose murder was it? Was I, it for Angela? Absolutely. I, and I, then it was like, oh, yeah, Terry Silver died, too. Let's figure that out. It was just like... Also from last season. We're just throwing around names now. We're just doing whatever it takes to take Ghost down. Yeah. But somehow, with all this circumstantial... My thing is... So, okay. In a good show, especially Mm -hmm. like a a murder... Not murder, it's like a mafia movie or a... Yeah. A A crime crime crime, family movie. Right? A crime family drama, yeah. Usually the cops are just as smart or just as capable as the criminals. It's a cat and mouse game. Exactly. But in this situation, I don't understand how all of these cops are so incompetent so and bumbling idiots. Like, it's actually pretty disrespectful. To the point where they're actually planting evidence. They're planting to not make even, a case and that. He's not even law enforcement. Bro, this guy got fired. But then he went to plant evidence on a case that he actually knew was the person who did it. But you know what? You know what? <laughs> we should have known that Sachs was going to get fired ages ago. Oh, yeah. Because remember. He was working with... Um, Andre, right? No, 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 no. With the other guy, with their lawyer, with Ghost and Tommy's lawyer. Oh, yeah. Um, Who also died? Who got sprayed yeah, up? Turtle. That I can't remember All right, his name. Is whatever his name is, I can't yeah. remember it now. Remember Proctor. They, Proctor. Yeah. Remember, they gave Proctor's wife the, bug. the bug to yeah. put on the daughter's book bag. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's been wilding he's always from wilding. the beginning. He was wild when he knew. He was wild when Angela was, he was alive. Knew that, when he knew that Angela was involved. Yeah, he just and didn't couldn't say anything. It. He just didn't know how to. Right. And now it's a, that was Sack's whole thing was like he can't he can't prove none of the stuff that he, he believes. But he's always been right. Yeah. That's the sad part. That's and that's why he put on his murder hoodie. He put on his. He sure enough put on a murder hoodie. He yeah. at first he had on a suicide jacket. Yeah, but then he, he took that off. He's like, nah, 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 hoodie. not yet. I'm gonna do the murder hoodie first. He went homicide hoodie. Yeah, and then I put the murder jacket over it. I'm yeah. putting the suicide jacket over the murder hoodie. Yeah. So in case if I miss, I can take myself out. Right. You know, so he he he, he covered his bases. So January 5th, power comes back. January damn 5th. The whole two months. Right. And, and of course, we're going to be suckers and going to be right We have to finish there. it. And we will let you know when we're oh, pissed off God. and frustrated about this the whole damn thing. Because so I don't have answers. It doesn't make sense. And it's not even like... It's not even like we're talking about it thinking that, oh, man, I wonder who and I wonder. It's no. just like, get it over with. Right. That's where I'm at. And you know me, I'm quick to let a show, I will let a show go in a minute. Yeah. But I've invested a lot of time into this and I need to see how it ends. It's been six long ass, dumb ass years. Has it, it hasn't been six years. It's been six seasons. Oh. Six seasons. Once a year. This is where you've been. 
this is what we've been doing for six years. It's power we started and late. Game of Thrones. We started it kind of late, but not late like that. I think it was like season three when we started. I think we came in on season three, maybe? Because yeah. we binged we the binge first season two seasons one. right before the third season yeah. started. No, yeah, you're right. We binged season one, and then I think we were in the middle of season two. Something like that. And then we got up, and we caught up there. Yeah. And then we went from there. But. But this shit don't make no sense. It doesn't. It's it's kind of disgusting. But it's we'll, we'll be back. Really bad. Yeah. It's really it's and so for me. Yeah. It's not so much that the show is bad. The show is bad. Mm-hmm. But it's just that it's bad because it is not bad because of the actors. It's not the actors are actually the really good. Have. Yeah. I love whatever Ghost gets his murder look. That murder like looks the big bug eyes terrifying. and like the, the the butthole lips. Yeah. And he just looks like he will we'll murder, murder like you. Omari Hardwick will murder me. Yes. That's how I feel. Yes. I cannot see Omari Hardwick in real life. No. And give him that. No. I think he will murder me. He might. He's gonna give me the ghost look and I'm gonna be like, and then it's funny because then you had other people in the show get ghost that, looks. Yes. Tate had the ghost look. They all had the Sats ghost look. Sats had the ghost look. Tosh had the ghost look. Um Tariq. Tommy, Tariq, uh, even Angel Valdez's sister had yeah. the, like, and they were all there ready to murder ghosts. Yeah. They all had the ghost murder look. Right. And then they have a ghost murder hoodie and ghost murder gloves. And ghost didn't get to murder anyone in his murder suit this week because he not had on a regular week. suit. Not this week. But it's just, but what I'm saying though is that it's not the actor's fault. It's just the writing and the, the show running, it just, the pacing of the show, it it's so ebb and flow. Like, it will start off in a certain pace. Like, the previous seasons... Maybe before season four, I want to yeah. say. Well, season season four is where I start to notice it. But the seasons are just like, all right, these have paces. Mm-hmm. There's a beginning here, and I can kind of guess where the end is. And where the end leads off, I'm like, all right, bet. I'm ready for more next season. Or I can't wait for what happens next. Mm-hmm. But in this season, this one specifically, every single episode is just like 15,000 things crashing into each other at once. And we're trying to ca- we're trying to figure out what the hell's going on? Like, and before it's all over, we're left with this cliffhanger that doesn't make sense. Like even even Tommy and Keisha getting the house, she talked to him. It like, happened in one episode. Right. <laughs> the next day, he had a house. Yeah. And I'm like, first of all, yes, you have money, but if you're buying a house, mm. You have to go through all kinds of a process. Yeah. They need to know where your money comes from. Right. Like, it, it was just they like, have to nobody... your income. Right. They have to figure out, you know, where is this cash coming from? They got to get your credit history. They got to get all and kinds of stuff. And even if you're an all-cash buyer, they still want to know where that money came from. Bro, he bought her a house in, like, Westchester or some shit. Yeah. That wasn't just, like, something... Or, or and that house is gigantic. It's huge. It That's like, not like, something you can just walk up. You don't. That's not something you just walk up to and just go, yep, no. mine. Because even though Tommy is white, Tommy's not the quote-unquote right kind of white. Where they no, he's not. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? I'd like to buy a house. Nobody, yeah. Nobody's with that Thomas. Mm-mm. No. Ugh. It just didn't make sense. Like, she's like, Tommy, I want to live in a house in a backyard and blah, blah. Then she gets and the house. Then, it's so quiet up here. Yes, yes. This, this is what you asked what for. what you wanted. What else am I supposed to do? I bought you a house the day after you told me you wanted it. Literally the day after. You got you got shot or you got stabbed or something. You, you got, got shot. You got shot the week after. You got shot, the and move. then I bought you a fucking house. Or wait, was it the no. shooting and then? No, no. What do you mean she got shot? He no, she got no, no. She got sliced up because the guy tried to in her salon. 
And then Tommy came through or whatever. She and I sliced her. Remember the guy came to the salon to try and kill her? And she shot him. And then that's and then Tommy showed up and that's when she was like, I want a house, I'm not built for this shit. Literally the day after he bought her house and, and she's built for the shit. Then the week after that she got murked out mm-hmm. in her house that in she wanted. House. By her best friend. By her best by her bestie. I mean, shout out to you, Lala. You can't act. It has to stop. Why would you shout her out then? Cause, man. Damn it. Keisha is terrible. Terrible. Not as bad as that, um, this cop, not the cop, it's just her accident. Oh, you mean the new? Yeah. The new I Spanish cop? I need a warrant cop? for her arrest. Like, like the, um, she got the Rosie Perez accent? Yeah, I need a warrant. You, you realize, Sax, yeah. that if you keep doing this, yeah. Yeah. if you keep you doing this, this, you planted you, this, you, you planted, planted this? evidence? Wow. Wow, Sax. Way to get me fucked up in the game. <laughs> That's what she sounds like to me. It's just Rosie Perez. All I hear is Rosie Perez. Just what is happening. So, yeah. That is Well, thank you for going with us on this wild ride. Word. Um, You know what it is. We Mm -hmm. are on Instagram at... Bougie and the Beard. On Twitter at... Bougie and Beard. On Facebook at... Bougie and the Beard. And you can shoot us an email at bougieandthebeard at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We will talk to y'all later. Please don't forget to tell us what you want us to review movie-wise. Word. And we'll talk to you soon. Later.